You have now into Squared Circle 101, you got your man, the Titan Stallion, Mr. Sunny L, now with me. He's the first brother I've met to go 393 days in a program to earn a coin that wasn't drug or alcohol related. I mean, Shooter, how you doing? Man, I'm doing alright, man. It's, uh, I could have been better, I could be worse, but you know, this is going to be a heavy episode, man. So. Every woman you ever dated is mad at that answer. Uh, Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash SquareCircle101 or hit us up on Instagram at SquareCircle101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at TalkIsSmack101. <sighs> Man, now we might start off with a little bit doom and gloom, but let's keep it moving with what we normally talk about and give a shout out to my man, my man Lowen at IMRCF.com. How was the competition? Competition was wonderful. We uh, took second, first, so we were first loser, but so disappointing. it was... Um, no it's, it's always it's always good to be around good people and uh, good athletes, man. I, I enjoy the spirit of competition, man. So it was great. So we spoke earlier. You said your partner did their best, right? We both did our best. But was their best close to your best? Now this could be a genetic thing because they you were split up with a female, female. who identifies as a female <laughs> so I, in track and field the fastest man will always beat the fastest woman and that's just kind of the it way was our just bodies the way, it was just like um, the what we lost to it played to a lot of their strengths and not saying they were necessarily better but they just ended up coming out on top they so, ended up being the better, better team better that team day, day. Yeah. but that's day competitions are always going and as long as you keep competing you gotta fail to win that's what yeah, it is yes, so sir. check them out yes sir do better than yesterday be better with the best five years six years running or is it five years Running with King Five in the magazine. First of all, the fact, that track you, now, right? the, the fact that it's five or six years, and you don't know how long they've been running, how long we've been running and being in first. The like, only place uh, that got as many wins as them is MSM. That's hey, it. real. That's real. And if you and Jacoby, you know what I'm talking about. Hey, literally had MSM today for lunch. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Nice Making me hungry. Making me hungry right now. Yeah. Check them out. You tell them Sunny has shoot a sense. You get the three week free trial. IMRCF.com forward slash contact. If you're in Tacoma, Bellevue, and Renton, check it out. They're going to be expanding. Go see what it's about. You get a workout and a show because Shooter might be there. He will be there topless. Just go to the 7 p.m. <laughs> Have your dollars, lady. And shout out to my mans at Game Time. I know they were devastated with uh, a loss of a, of a great legend and leader in we'll get to it. In humans. We'll get to it. But if you go to the Game Size, if you're in Washington, which I know a lot of these listeners are, you go to Game Time, you tell them we sent you, you get 40% off whatever you want to order, custom-made stuff. I haven't been in the shop in a while, so they probably expanded and got more things. Shout out to my man, D. Shout out to his wife, Caitlin. I love y'all. And let's get this popping, man. How we winning? What you got for me? All right. I actually got like a little bit of two-parter. It's just because you of the two-parter? Uh, no, two-parter. Oh, just, uh, just because of the, the everything that corresponded within the past couple of days. And then uh, one of them, I, j- I just wanted to say this because I ran across this and it just meant the whole world just shifted off the strength of one human. Your life is ex- is an extraordinary opportunity. Never forget that. I thought you were spitting the flow. Can nah, you say that one more time? No. Nah. So, well, it was just the world just shifted off the strength of one human. Mm-hmm. Your life is an extraordinary opportunity. You must never forget that. So, like with anybody thinking today is a gift, that's why it's called it, the present. Exactly, though. So, I just I just wanted to say that because of everything. Like it's still, I still haven't really came to the grips with it. Just, I, but it. We'll, we'll talk about it in we'll a talk second. about it. no but, I get it because but, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person who try to live my life as a cup life half full right because yeah. I've had dark days yeah we, when yeah, I didn't yeah even when I thought I was looking at life that way I really wasn't yeah and I told myself I was when I wasn't so to even when you get a bad deck of you know when you get dealt a bad hand in cards yeah you can still make something out of it mm-hmm and there's always somebody who's got it worse. There's always gonna be someone who's got it better, but there's always someone who's got it way okay, worse. Okay, so I didn't, and then I didn't want to get, I didn't want to leave it off to something. So that's like not how we win, but how we win? No, no, this is how we winning. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but it's a habit. Womanizer? <laughs> pothead? No, nah, no. Nah. Well, you are what you repeatedly do. So if you're uh, pothead, you're pothead. But no, now that we I are, stuff we too, are guess, what yeah. we repeatedly do. Excellence. Is not in habit. It's not an act, but it's in habit. Chill, nah, man. We gotta put this apart all right. Yeah, no. 
Yeah, that's... One more time. We are... We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. A quote you never tell a 13-year-old boy. That's for sure. But that, that is correct because habits are the hardest thing to break and they're also the hardest thing to create. Yeah. And when you create good habits, you get good outcomes. As long as you don't go too far with those good habits because you can go deep mm. in the wrong directions and same in and the other directions. One of my favorite too. exhibit lines, it, too much of anything can make you an addict. Mm. It, addiction is, 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 is perspective, right? Because if you're a adrenaline junkie, it's safer than being a meth addict, right? <laughs> but I'm not sure I, because I, I guarantee I if we do I the did. math, they have I, the same lifespan. I was just literally about to say the same now, thing. Now that All we right. win it over here, let's give a quick shout out to Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Kobe, it was a tragic news across the world in all athletes, all sports. Um, a lot of weird transpiration on it, and just like anything in society, when some when something happens, you got people come out with a negative on it. But there isn't too much negative about Cody, except he had that one allegation. But we're he not, also we're not even going to bring we're not even going to we're not talking about that. that. But he also did more than anybody else because what ninety six draft ninety yeah ninety six draft because ninety seven was LeBron right. No, LeBron was 03, man. So, 03 was the last time anybody's been drafted out of high school, right? No, I'm pretty sure not because, like, you had cats after that. No. But I, I, okay. Well, but. he got drafted out of high school. And one of the best things that I saw with Kobe coming out of high school, have any other NBA players gone, shown up at, like, Rutgers Park to play and ball? Played? And yep, played? They, they have. But, but like, I don't think I don't think, I don't I don't think anybody I don't think anybody has gone as far as to like what Kobe did. Now I could be wrong because yeah. I'm out of the I'm out of the hoop game for a while yeah. and stuff like that. But I don't think anybody dominated dominated like Kobe did. Because remember that Kobe was coming off of a yeah. championship too to do that too. So it's not like it's not like he was just like some NBA player just yeah, showing yeah. up and just like hey I'm gonna play with. I these feel like kids most NBA now. players like nah, I gotta I gotta take the risk. Well, because yeah, I gotta get to take the risk. the risk to get dunked on or getting hurt. But it was just like the kind of like the Michael Jordan clause for the love of the game that he had in his contracts. He's like, look, you're not gonna stop me from hooping. Now, but th- but this is also one of the sicknesses that Kobe had mm-hmm. of being great. I need to show that's sickness. That's a double entendre oh, right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it really is. Because that's a mental sickness. It, and it, also no, it, sick. No, yeah, it yeah. really, it really is. Mm-hmm. Like it really is, and that's the reason why you call it that Mamba mentality. It's Which that going to next. That's I have to prove on every aspect of life of why I'm better than everybody, yep. and that's a that's a sickness. But that's what separates you from everybody else. Yep, yep. Now, one thing, the best thing that came out of him, I think, is that Mamba mentality turn. Yeah. Because it, 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 it applies in all aspects, it transcends past sports. Uh-huh. Now, one of the things that I, 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 all, I love the love he's getting and everything he's done, but I feel like the one thing that Kobe would not have done was postpone a game for anybody if they passed away. He would have paid his respects. He oh, would have yeah. warned them. Yeah. But he would have been like, we postponing this game. Yeah. And I feel like if he, could, if he would have been able to speak, he'd probably be well, like, play. What okay, is wrong with y'all? okay, okay, okay. I understand. I understand what you're saying. And we're not going like, to spend listen, too much time on Kobe because this is a boxing First show. of all, first of all, we may, <laughs> but no. But listen, listen. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, is and this for the outside looking in? This okay on the magnitude of it from a Kobe aspect. Who honestly could die where it would take this much out of the world? Dave Chappelle. No. Well, no, not, yeah. even no, not even that. No, not even that. I'm talking about Michael Jordan. The last person. Uh, look, the last person that has died that did this, closest to it would be Muhammad Michael, Ali. Michael Jackson got more than Muhammad Ali. Well, no, I'm, ta- I'm talking about. You said the yeah. last person. Yeah, I guess Muhammad so, Ali would Muhammad be the closest Ali. thing to it. Yeah. ESPN shut down yeah. for Muhammad Ali. Yeah, everything like, shut down for Michael everything, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, then before Michael just, would have been JFK. So it's just like when I understand what you're saying. When it's like, yo, he Kobe wouldn't want to. Postpone the game, but at the same time, I, nobody's okay. nobody's on this caliber. Would it of be number Kobe. eight, Kobe, or twenty-four, Kobe? First of all, ain't nobody better than Mini Fro Kobe. <laughs> Mini Fro Kobe was oh, now, that was the perfect storm of. Do you think Kobe sometimes gets? I, I don't want to say disrespected, but neglected because his style is Jordan's style. Yeah. Sometimes he gets kind of just caught up in the shuffle. Yeah, one of the things that I appreciated with um, hold on, what was his name? He was, what was it? Dang. I wish I would remember. He's, um, oh, Tyron Mathel, the, uh, the, the DB Chief, from, yeah, yeah, from the Chiefs or whatever. He yep. said, he said, especially after this, he said, we're done with the LeBron, Kobe, Michael Jordan debate. 
we're not debating. We're just going to appreciate greatness from now on. So that's we're not the even. That's the, that's the best, that's the best thing, thing to, say. to say. Because like that, because between all three uh, of those players, we're splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah. We're splitting hairs. But so, I, I mean, you take I, Jordan away from history, the other two don't exist. You take Dr. J away from history, Jordan don't exist. Well, you take Dr. J away from history, the NBA would exist because it'd still be all white guys at the court. Nah, you guys, you guys wouldn't. You, nobody oh would watch guys, it. Nobody, watch nobody that. watched that. that. Nobody would watch that. Nobody would watch that. Rest in peace, Kobe, man. Yeah. Um, I'm still, I'm still not. Really I'm not aware. a very religious man, as you know, but prayers out to his family. Um, and don't forget to give the prayers out to the other family, the people that died in the helicopter. Yeah. Just because they're not yeah. celebrities, don't mean they deserve them too. Now, we're gonna continue with a little bit more sadness on there, just because the if you've been a fan of Squared Circle 101, or you are now just becoming a fan of Squared Circle 101, um, we lost a great today. We, we lost, lost one of the gr- all-time greats today. I mean, not today, over this past weekend. Over this past weekend, and it's a Pacific Northwest. Tacoma legend that's from the same class as another Tacoma legend that just passed away last year. And for us, this is a little bit more important and closer to home for us because this we've was, only interviewed so many people. And for us, it was our very second interview we've ever done. Was it our 15th episode? It was our, I'm pulling it up right now, is uh, 15th episode. That's our right. 15th, our 15th it. episode. Now, this was the first actual former world champion that we interviewed. The first people we interviewed was more of trying to help out the Tacoma Boxing Club because the way they were getting dirt, done dirty well, by the YMCA. Well, not even that. Um, we interviewed uh, we sh- Tom. Should- we, and we interviewed Tom Mustin first because of what he meant to the community and how long he's been in the sport of boxing and the he's champions just as that important he's as he's, Johnny Bumpus is to yeah, Tacoma it, as well. But exactly. Johnny Bump City Bumpus passed away at the age of fifty nine. Yep. Um, now it, it was insane t- for me being come from a boxing background, especially in Las Vegas. I have seen fighters at their best. Yeah, I've seen fighters at their worst. Yeah, I've I've been able to see the stories and hear the stories of fighters where they were and where they are now. Yeah. So, for example, right now, one of the things we're going to talk about with Johnny Bump Bumpus, I'm, I'm, I had his Wikipedia up here, and I'm going to go through it because he was part of the 1980s Olympic team. Um. A plane that crashed on its, a Poland airline, Poland airline that crashed on the way to the Olympics. He was not on that flight. He was catching another flight, and that's when the U.S. boycotted the Olympics that year. Now, Johnny Bumpus has a history of vices, demons, just like everybody else. You got things you love, right? Yeah. And he's battled these demons his whole life. He's came back from them, went back to the demons, came back from them again. Um, last time that I heard from you, he he was in he wasn't in a bad good spot. I knew I should have gave you that magazine to have him sign it while we had the chance, but I'm not going to do that because I respect the man too much to yeah. make that a goal. I, can you sign this? Because last thing I want to do is have you come up to a guy who, it, when my mom got Muhammad Ali's autograph, yeah. they had to tell him how to spell his name, bro. Right? Think about that. And so for me to ask, if I were to ask you to get it, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't live with myself if you had the experience. Like, hey, just give me your hand real quick. Like, like you're forging a check. I've never. I've never been. I've never really been big on celebrities or you know fame. There's only. There's only a few people that I would actually probably like lose it for. Like, if I saw Push T. Push. No, I've met Pusher T before. It and actually. It actually. Probably and you lost like, it then. Shut up. You held it, it pretty well. It, anyway, I held it down. No. Ghostface. I, I was shook when I met Ghostface. That's I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was, Any I of the original Wu Tang members? I was like, I was shook when I when I met. It could be you, God. You had but, one verse in the, the first Wu Tang album. Is, the thing is, Raekwon is my favorite out of Wu Tang, but for some reason, Ghost is his persona. Anyway, anyway, hold on. We're getting we're getting okay, off topic. Yeah, we're getting yeah. off topic. Back but, to Johnny Bumpus. But the thing is, man. I mean, I wish I would have got that autograph for you. I mean, well, because we found the magazine. But how much more special is that? That we in, you didn't talk to him. Yeah. We interviewed this. We, interviewed we got this to know man. this man's intimate knowledge and details about the sport. Yeah, which we, we didn't all get into just random boxing questions too. We got no. into about his life, the yeah. good and the bad of it. Yeah, you know the good and the bad of it. Yeah. Now it was so something's crazy as we talk about Johnny Bumpus and how his life kind of steered away near the end because this is before boxers are making what they're making now, yeah. where they can they can see what happens to make sound investments. So somebody else that was part of that U.S. Olympic team also. From 1980 was Bobby Chess, right? Yeah. Who also missed a flight, light heavyweight, heavyweight world champion. You know what he does right now? Bags yeah. groceries. We're gonna like Safeway or something, right? He used to be a commentator on HBO. Now for him, he had a little bit of money and did something. You were a commentator on HBO. 
you were okay for a little bit versus yeah. what Johnny Bumpus went through. Yeah. Now, the best thing about Johnny Bumpus, besides being a Tacoma legend, he comes from a class of, like Rocky Lockridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably the other biggest name with Sugar Ray Seals being there. Um, other world champions, we have Greg Haugen, who's who's a lot younger than those guys. But the nickname Bump City, yeah, right. This is this is the kind of nickname that's that defines the time, also, because this is the kind of era where the guys' nicknames was like Jimmy the Hat, Ed Too Tall Jones. You know what I'm saying? You get you get these kind of crazy nicknames that are kind of that are definitely street related, you know, because that's where they came from. You know, it's not a nickname like Boo Boo, which we'll talk about. So. It's, it was an honor to interview the man, and I'm glad that I got to meet him. And time is against us all, man. It, look, it, look, Father time's undefeated. It's the, thing, it's the crazy thing about time is that you need no. it every day. There's times you wish you want to kill it. It takes too long, and you wish you always wish you had it back. You always wish you had it. Always wish you, you had, always it back. Wish you had it back. So how yeah. do you manage it, and what are you going to do? It, um, I know what you're going to do is listen of, to one us of, one of my, for at least 60 minutes a day. So one of my... One of my favorite lines, one of my favorite scenes overall, was in The Godfather, and I loved right when, uh, uh, right when Al Pacino, right when uh, Michael took over. Yo, calling me Fredo's like calling a black dude the N word. Hey, real talk. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand that. It is kind yeah. of a it? Yeah. So one of my favorite lines in the God, uh, my favorite scenes in The Godfather is right when um, Michael took over, and he was talking to his dad, and he he was talking about how this is he the wanted, life he was, I wanted. He was for like, you. "This is what I wanted for you," and he was like. And he ended. He was like, "There just wasn't enough time. There just wasn't enough time. Like you could literally go through your whole life. Never you know, time, bro. it's just like you go never day by time. day. You think everything feels the same. Then you look back and everything changes. And you think you have time. You really don't. No, nothing upsets really, me. At least for the last six or seven years, nothing makes me more mad than wasted time. Yeah. Whether I do it unintentionally or when it happens to me unintentionally, yeah. those things irritate me the most. And sometimes I react. So Bump City's time came." He he had a what? I feel, honored, I feel honored and privileged because like we got to talk to somebody it, who was got, recognized as the baddest man on the planet for yeah. the lightweight division. Yeah, he got his first title. I want to say in 22, 23 wins. Lost it to Gene Hatcher on a very controversial decision. It, it turned into mm-hmm. a melee outside of the ring. And unless you guys look that up, what I'll do is I'll grab the YouTube video and I'll post it on our page, Facebook.com/squaredcircle101. And that's where you can find actually. You can go back into our archives on whatever platform you're listening to. He I got just, it up right just, now. Check it he out. You got it up right now too, man. You got it was it was a well, well thorough interview what we had with this man. Like and you can see how much we've grown since then. That's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. Oh man. Now it's, it was a he- it's been a heavy week. Yeah, it's heavy, been a heavy, heavy week, week, man. A lot man. of. Stars always die in threes, they say, but um, but time catches up with all of us. Kobe was taken a little bit too soon. Bum City was probably right around his scheduled time based off of the life he lived. Um, somehow, Kirk Douglas was able to live to 103, but that's money on that one too also, so who knows what's going on with that one. But when time comes for any of us, what are you going to do? So you want to make sure if you go to bed today and don't wake up tomorrow, are you happy with how your day ended? And that's the best thing you could do. Rest make sure, always, Rest always make sure, John, always Johnny hug your kids Bump City. and tell the people that you love that you I love them before you go to bed. We you, appreciate you. I love you. I love you as well. Just, just so you know that, and, we and I say that you, all Johnny, the time. Bump City, Bumpus, man. Snoop Dogg said and it best. What you blessed us with on the show, you, you were great to us, and we appreciate you. Snoop Dogg was undisputed. He said, "This is a year for hugs and love. This is a year for hugs and love." Every year is supposed to be that. Every day is Every supposed, day to be supposed to be that. Yeah. And, no, and it's okay to tell your boys that you love them and let them know because it probably means more than when you tell your girl, that's for sure. Now let's get back to some boxing in, in the sweet science. We're going to recap Danny Garcia and Ivan. What is it? The, Berenchek? No. What, is it? what, what do they call him? The vamp? Vampire? The uh, Ivan Redcatch. Redcatch. So, <laughs> Ivan Redcatch came in as a record fighter to face Danny Garcia and get him some rounds because he's going to look good against Danny Garcia as far as for the resume. You should put that down there. Um, your cup. Because in case something good happens. Um, so Ivan Redcatch and Danny Garcia. Ivan Redcatch had a pull of his record real quick. He only had three losses on there. His last win was KTFO and Devin Alexander sent him into retirement. We all know the resume and caliber of Danny Garcia. Now this fight Went the distance. Why are we covering this? Because we didn't recap it last week. You sure? We did not. Uh, last episode was 155, and we talked about Jesse Hart, and we picked the winner on this one. That was it. But the recap, we're not talking about the fight on this one. We're going to talk about the eighth round. When Mike Tyson showed up. 
I have a redhead spit this man on the shoulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he was watching the Conor McGregor fight and thought Danny might pop him with the shoulder. Yeah. But there's some signs of desperation. Now, most men will hit you low, right? And that's low. Pun intended. But when you bite a man, that's like... That's not just desperation. That's a little bit of cowardice with it, I guess you could say. Frustration. Frustration. If it's a fight to the death, I'll bite a man in the nuts because I'm not dying today, right? Mm -hmm. But this was a professional fight. This is what separates us from the animals, literally. Literally. Now he lost his purse. He's going to be suspended for a year. Well, how are you going to pay for training camp? I hope all you had maybe five patches on your shorts. Four. So I hope that sponsor money covers everybody else you got to pay. You got to pay the nutritionist. You got to pay the gym. You got to pay your trainers. You got to pay everybody. You got to pay a fine now. And you weren't a big enough name. Now, even after the fight, the first thing he did was apologize for biting him. Luckily, Danny Garcia is from Philly. Because we know his response was, oh, man, I'm from Philly. I've been in a lot of street fights. So I, hey, I, I understand. Talk, he said, I understand. Yeah. Now, <laughs> when he said that, I was like, well, at least you bit the right guy. Hey, because, yeah. like, uh, Keith Thurman probably would have cried. Like, after he got bit, he probably would have, like, what, what's going on with this right here? First of all, why are you standing up for the man that you adamantly try to keep on the pound for pound top 10 list. I still ain't took him off that. yet. <laughs> Look, I still ain't took him off yet. I, got, I hate you. I still ain't took him off yet. He got one loss. One time. He's lost one time. That's it. But Danny Garcia versus Ivan Redcatch, he, he got his rounds in. There wasn't too much of a fight to talk about. Danny Garcia didn't have an opportunity to do anything. You know what? He Danny Garcia did exactly what Danny Garcia does. He outboxed this man. Which, yeah. which will we pick if we knew he could do? But... Can I talk about Danny Garcia's inability to finish a fight? You can, but this that's always a two-way street because he came up finishing fights, and then he got put in front of opposition that's a little harder to finish, right? Yeah. And then, then nobody's finishing. Okay. Now, with Ivan Redcatch kind of biting him, he left a lot of his training in the gym, and I don't think the style was there for Danny Garcia to finish. And also, I believe that he wanted to get the rounds in. Now, the true purpose of this fight was kind of an audition, right? Because you want Spence or Pacquiao. Did you see enough to deserve either one of those names? That's what I'm going to ask you. Because that's what really what matters. We don't need to break down his footwork or anything else. Uh, did, did but did that it? performance validate a, a reason why you should be the next in line to fight either one of those guys? Because those are big money fights. You know Pacquiao what? the biggest one. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question and not... At the same time, was his performance? No. Danny Garcia. Period. Yes, he deserved it. Yes, because his only two losses came against Sean Porter and Keith Thurman, who both were, you know, for for the champion. Like they, it, those are great names to have under. And it's we don't you know take nothing. We don't take nothing away from you know those what the guys. Worst thing the is, I feel like he has a bigger shot against a bigger chance to win against Keith Thurman against Errol Spence than he does against Andy Pacquiao. I think Pacquiao's style is so awkward, coming off that Keith Thurman win, and what's gonna me- and what's gonna mess up Danny Garcia against pa- against Pacquiao is his dad. His dad's gonna start running his mouth, and the last guy that got a f- that PO'd Pacquiao was Thurman. And how'd that go? I'm actually gonna go opposite with you. I think he has a better chance against Pacquiao because the thing is, Pacquiao's at the Pac- he's southpaw, but he's one of those old dog- can't teach an old dog new tricks. Timing, timing beats speed. And even at that age, I'm still saying Pacquiao is going to be quicker and so faster. One man that timed him, look, look, and it took hey, four fights to hey, do it. It took four fights it took to do four it. Four fights so, to but do the it. Thing is, how long ago was that? So we're talking about Filipino somebody. Filipino years is no, like ten. So we're talking about somebody who's long in the tooth, and then we're talking about somebody who still has it and <laughs> yeah, who's yeah. still pretty young. Genny uh, Garcia is only 31, and he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his body that's as far true, as like true. his opposition. We don't know his street fight record, so we'll so see. We, exactly, but I think with his timing, because that's how he beats most fighters, is with his timing. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason why he was able to dominate Lucas Matisse. No look, um, hook. yeah, should have no been thrown him more. I mean. Brandon Reels, his timing. Yeah, you know, Robert Guerrero, like yeah, that, yeah. that. That's how he was able to beat these guys. That's how he was able to beat these guys. And I think with Pacquiao, I can see Pacquiao making more mistakes to kind of get him. And when you have somebody like Jeff Horn who can beat him with timing, whether it was, I think Jeff Horn was he did Jeff Horn did Jeff Horn did the there one thing that you're supposed to do when you fight at home. 
I'm gonna die before you beat me. Yeah, and that's what that's all he did, honestly. So, so I think uh, I think Danny Garcia in just his name alone and what he's done, and he was able to dominate this fight. He still deserves, between he Earl Spence for Manny Pacquiao between Earl Spence and Danny Garcia. I think Danny Garcia is the bigger name actually, and that's sad because Earl Spence is a champ. Uh, but I think Danny Garcia would probably nah, bro. Earl Spence, Earl Spence got it now. Philly's big, bro. Phil, Philly Philly's is big. big, but at the same Philly's time, big. so is Texas. So hey, you trying to tell me? The brothers are going to pay for pay-per-view tickets over the Puerto Ricans and the Filipinos? Mm. Think about that. Think about it. Think about it. First of all, when's the last because time... Because we ain't going to pay for that first, fight. No, first first of all, when's the last time Danny Garcia has been pay-per-view? Never. What? Ex- yeah, an undercard, uh, undercard of Mayweather or Canelo. Yeah, right. yeah, so... So, yeah, so, so that, that fight did 500,000 <laughs> Look, I tell but you what thing. Garcia. I, I tell you one thing. You're going to rush You're gonna rush to an Earl Spence fight before a Danny Garcia fight. I don't want none of those problems. <laughs> no. no, I'm talking not you fighting yeah, yeah, them. I'm talking about watching them. Shout out to Danny Garcia. PBC wants to keep it in house, so he's gonna fight either one of them. We'll see what happens. Earl Spence, please take a two to fight. There's nothing wrong with it. You don't have to prove nothing to nobody. We know how good you are. Now, next we're gonna move on to a house favorite and talk about his defeat. My man Tevin Far- Farmer lost to Jojo Diaz. Now, Joseph Diaz Jr. This is his third attempt at a title. Um. They got a little heated leading up to the fight there. Now, I think Tevin Farmer... Now, Tevin Farmer fought four times last year, right? Going into this fight, when I saw him walk into the ring, my first thought was like, I thought he was cockeyed. <laughs> I don't know if that you can correct that, but if you can, maybe you should go back to it because you fought better. But that's not really what happened. Now... After the first round, he told his trainer, I hurt my hand. He probably broke it right there. It didn't stop him from throwing it. He still threw it out there. But I think he got hit hard with something. Because by the second or third round, he started doing this flutter with his eyes. Okay, I'm going to ask you this something. And it's, it's rhetorical, but I kind of want you to answer it still. Have you heard anything about his hand after the fight? It's been a few days now. It's been a few days. This man was in the ring four days after his hand got shot. So what I think happened, possibly... I think time, either time caught up with him or detached retina even. Something in his eyes happened because of that flutter. Or, you know, it, but also this man fought four times last year. He hasn't lost in 28, 22 fights, right? And then him and Jojo Diaz started getting into it, and Jojo Diaz kind of willed himself through it because he got cut in that second round bad. Real bad. That was an ugly, ugly cut above the It eye. was, but it was also terrible cut this is not eye. the Tevin Farmer we've seen fight before. He's never been slow he's always been faster at the jab he's always outboxed everybody and i i don't see him i don't i feel like jojo diaz as he does his guy i don't think he did enough to make tevin farmer say f this we're gonna fight i think something was actually wrong and that was his only thing that he could do oh man tell I, me I'm I, wrong. I love tell me I'm i wrong. love you're like my you're like the caterpillar it's just like i've groomed you and then now you're becoming beautiful because of all the knowledge that I've gained sure, sure. and I've bestowed upon okay. you, and it's just like you're kind of to sound like me, and it's like I knew a, a lot about black people. It's a, 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 a pleasure to listen to you sound smart because you get you you, you you do that so rarely. But hanging around with me is just like you you become the you become the average of the well, people you hang around with. I so, thank you. I anyway, think you're so. welcome. You're welcome. I, I never grew a beard, hey, so I started hey, hanging out with you. Hey. Hey, everybody, calm down. The I, audience, calm down. Calm down. It's all right, though. Don't think, no need to thank me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, no. So I was literally back and forth between of how I was going to approach this. Everything you said, I 1,000% agree with okay, you. Okay. But where I'm going to go with this is I don't want to take anything away from Jojo Diaz. Yeah. Tevin Farmer did not look the way he usually does. I thought he was off. His timing sucked. Mm -hmm. That's his fault. Yeah. That's his fault. Well, there's four four, four fights last year. I don't want it in the soul. I don't want to make it to the point where it's like, oh, Tevin Farmer wasn't himself. Because that will diminish the way Jojo Diaz came and fought for this title. Mm -hmm. Jojo Diaz, I take my hat off to you. I wasn't going for you. We had had Tevin Farmer picked. Whether he was a shell of himself or not. Jojo when, Diaz held it down, and you went in there, and especially the way you when gladiated, they rang the bell, you gladiated, yeah, gladiated your way through that. That with was that a cut bad eye, cut, that bro. Was ugly. I, if 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 Tevin Farmer was a name like uh, Danny Garcia, 
If they would have stopped that fight probably by the third round, yeah. it would have been a no contest, no decision. Oh, yeah. No, the For fact sure. That, the 100%. Fact, and, and, and that's another thing, too, the reason why I went the route of giving Jojo Diaz his props instead of you know taking anything away from him is because exploit that. Exploit. Exploit that. His A. Hey, I can see my man's brain matter. The that cut was so deep, like straight to the skull, man. Like it was, it was ugly and it was terrible. And any time, just like, and I, I agree with what you just said just now. If it was a bigger name, somebody would have probably stopped that fight. But he should. But you capitalize that. You capitalize on that. You see that big gash on there, and you take advantage of that. And Tevin Farmer, that happened early. Tevin Farmer did not. So that's why JoJo Diaz. I'm not even going to say he deserved because he earned that. He earned that victory and he earned that belt. Congratulations to you, man, because you beat a very, very, very difficult champion One to of get the this. most skilled fighters. But his and, issue and he is outworked that, him. He and, outworked him at he, every turn about And him. also, Tevin Farmer has known he's learning on the job. And, and you, I hope you learned something today with that one. Now, the biggest thing about this, I'm going to speak to two people right now. I'm going to speak to the hardcore boxing fans and the casual fans. Now, your hardcore boxing fans, you're impressed with the third attempt at a world title and get that win. But you knew going into this fight that Jojo Diaz was solid and legit. Yeah. You knew this right away. That's there was no question about this. To the casual fans who want to talk and love MMA also, which I do love, this is your recognition also. Don't let that record steer you away in boxing because you might be trained to see it. Oh, they're not undefeated. Why do I want to watch it? Because boxing has, has got everybody a little brainwashed, like like the kind of like you know some MK Ultra stuff. They got a little brainwashed. Oh, it's got to be undefeated to get it. No, it doesn't have to be. It, Sometimes it, it, it's, it's going to be the styles make fights. It was crazy about it is like going into this. If you don't know nothing about it, uh, Joe, Jojo Jojo Diaz has a better record than Tevin Farmer. Jojo yeah. Diaz was uh, thirty and one. And then Tevin Farmer was uh, t- was thirty and three before this fight. Yeah. So I mean thirty and four before this fight. And and, uh, and those four losses happened in his very beginning of his career because he had a tw- it's either he had a twenty eight or 22, 22 fight win streak or something like that crazy amount it's insane but fighting four times last year is gonna catch up with the youngest man because you're trying to keep this routine going and it's just I'm I'm, I'm gonna compare this to drugs. You could do as much meth as you want and be up for seven days. Eventually, your body's like, "You're going to bed." Period. My, um, and even I, with and, boxing and training. And then I, I wasn't going to go that deep. I was going to take it for the workout. I was just. Well, I want was everybody to relate. Hey, no, I was just going to tell. I was just. Gonna, I was talking to Low, you know, my coach, and I was oh, just yeah. like, "Hey, you do that stuff. hey, I, no, not, not about the drugs. Leave the drugs alone. Leave the drugs out." I apologize. I apologize. Okay, yeah, it's, it's like damn. Not everything is about drugs. I mean, I understand, and the way we right? talk is yeah, like yeah. That. Wait, no, it's not. But like, which what, what is this podcast about? But like I told, but I told him, I was like, I think I might have to start taking some rest days. You go too hard, too long, your body will shut down, and you're not the same. I remember uh, I trained for I trained for a fight, and I remember I went to I was training a lot, and then I went to I went to 24 Hour Fitness, and I tried to do some dips. I tried to, do, and I just left. I was like, dude, I don't have it. I so, overtrained. I was tired. It happens all the time in boxing. Guys will take things too serious and they leave it all in the gym. Yeah. So when you see guys come out into the ring and their punches look like slaps, they got no footwork. A lot of times they're overtrained or overworked. Yeah. Um, I don't think Tevin Farmer was overtrained. I think he's a little overworked, trying to fight as much as possible. Because coming from Philly, I think he's just trying to get as much money as possible. Was his thing? Not necessarily get the record and legacy. I think he was trying to stack chips, in because you know this can end in one day. Now he's gonna. Exercise that rematch clause, the immediate rematch clause. So if that's any time that's in a fight, you know that this guy's got a shot. And you're even with all the ish talk, you gave Jojo Diaz respect. Shout out to him. Congratulate the new IBF world champion there. Jojo Diaz knew he won that as soon as that bell rang. And I uh, love that. Honestly, this is that. one of the few times when I was like, don't rob this boy. As much hey. as I, I, I kind of want them to, but just don't yeah. rob this boy, please. The and they didn't. They came. The they got the decision like, right. In, and it's all it, you hate it when it's one of your favorite fighters like Tevin like Farmer. Because when favorite. you lose, I lose. Yeah, exactly. Every, and I take that. To it's heart. like Rocky. Every four you fought in the ring, I fought in the ring. Yeah. When you uh, lost, I lost. So and it takes yeah. a lot out of you, but at the same time, it's just. Sorry for everybody who says I'm too loud. Yeah, no, you're you're good. I'm Jojo Diaz, Diaz, he did he did his thing. Tevin Farmer. I mean, hopefully we'll see you more in the future, which we will. We We definitely will. Now let's talk about Dimitri Sandron, which was the main event on this fight. Also, they had the YouTube guy, Jake Paul, and somebody's name is something September 11th. Jake Paul won, and then him and Antonio Brown got into it, I think, AB. 
not the boner AB, but the other AB who's on probation or something. But anyways, Demetrius Zondrav versus Luke Keeler. Not familiar with Luke Keeler. Has a legit record, I guess. He's ranked to face Demetrius Andrade. Demetrius Andrade cannot get a fight to save his life. Now, the very first or second punch thrown in this fight knocked Keeler down, okay? Yeah, now, I, kind of, I kind of, when I looked at it, because I watched the replay of it, when I, when, I, when I looked at it at first, I had to double check to make sure that I was watching the safe fight. I was like, did I did I miss something? Because it happened so fast. I looked up, it was like within the first 15 seconds of the fight, and it, and it kind of bothered me. And I was like, oh, oh, this is going to be a short night. Now, if you can't tell by our personalities, we either come from sales or we're lawyers. Now, one of the things that we know, and we've discussed it before, because you're, you're a killer, figuratively, on the numbers game. When you get challenged by someone and who they have a little success... You're not a closer. You're not a killer. Demetrius Andrade, to me, is not a closer at all, bro. No. Because this guy's got more knockdowns early in the rounds and cannot finish him off. And even when they stopped this fight, it was like, I think they did that just because there was no point in going to the last round because this dude has no chance of winning. So, this Demetrius Andrade is the only fighter right now that is medium risk, low reward, and avoided and ignored. Not even avoided, no, just ignored, no. straight ignored. Because uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to disagree on this one because like from what you saw in the fight is differently from what I saw in the fight. First I mean, he all, looks good, man, but I, well, I don't. No. You know what I like? You know what this is the first thing I feel that like I you thought got about a shot it. Is, is, listen, okay, he's one dimensional, no head movement. Okay, it doesn't matter. This is the first time I've seen Demetrius Andrade really go after somebody and walk somebody down and try to kill him and take his I head off. Do it, like no, no, oh, but we, but at the same time is. You don't. You're not gonna put Danny Garcia in that same kind of boat. Like it's not. It doesn't matter because like we're talking about a pure boxer. They put him the against Lucas Matisse. Look, look, they did put him against someone who would try to do that to him. No, no, no. But I'm talking about Demetrius. This is what Demetrius Andrade did. Like he walked him down. He sat there and he made it ugly. And you know what that spoke to I me? I do like the, that. No, the, the, that. That spoke to me is because like now it's like. Maybe you can bank with some of these other guys, and you're not just going to outbox uh, Jamal, uh, Jamal Charlo, uh, Triple G, or anything like that. Like, now, I'm reportedly, like, they, they a- made an offer to Jamal Charlo. They turned it down. Who did? Uh, Eddie Hearn. Made an offer to Jamal Charlo in the PBC. They turned it down. So He's high risk. Very, he reward. is high risk. He's, He's very high risk. high risk, low now, reward. The problem that I have with this fight is that his style is not walking anybody down. So you, that's what made this fight really ugly because his, longs are, his arms are a little too long for that, right? And also, Luke, for a guy like Luke Keeler with no head movement, if, if you had a better inside game, you would have had this man out earlier. Now, you caught him with a long-distance hay, haymaker in the early and dropped him and hurt him and hurt him a couple times in there but couldn't close the deal until the ref stopped it because... He did. That obviously is closing the deal. I if was, you got a TKO, look, that's closing the deal, right? When, he look, got, he this got is, him out of there, right? This is what I, did he get him out of there? When I say our energy transcends, it, it was like this. Did he get him out of there? Did he get him out of there? The ref stopped did the fight. He, the ref stopped the fight. Okay. Now, at the well, same time, at the that, same hey, time, hey, I was hey, walking away hey, from this fight, hey, listen, and the ref, and I came back listen, downstairs, listen, and I was done watching listen, it, and he was like, oh, we finally stopped it? Is a TKO and a KO counted as the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Now, stopping the fight because the man... Don't you dismiss that. No. It counts as the same okay, thing. So he got him out of there. Did they stop the fight to save Luke Keeler from get, dying and suffering more damage? Or did you stop this fight? Or, you, or did you stop this fight because we're all done watching it? It doesn't matter. We're not the refs. And it's the ref decided that that the ref decided <laughs> that it was over. We've seen a ref ref tell a man to get up for a fight. Yeah, but that's because he's been. We've busy. seen a ref stop yeah, a fight because like just, you're just not fighting no more. You know what I'm saying? He's like, hey, you're gonna get up or I'm gonna stop this fight. Like we, we look. Everybody's different, and it's the imperfections that make this thing perfect. And this is. I wish I knew who that ref was, but Demetrius Andrade. I don't know what you got to do to get a name in there. I think I honestly think it was Jack Reese, about ninety-five percent. It was Jack Reese. Um, I don't know what Demetrius Andrade has to do to get a name in there that we've heard of. He's avoided. But like, but Eddie Hearn got deep pockets. You can pay somebody. Listen. So now is Eddie Hearn not offering the right amount of money? Does he not think he's worth it? So it's. Because he ain't Canelo money. We, we have, know that. Look, we know that. Look, look, listen, listen. We have in one, the few, no, I, mean, I can't even say the few. The lot of things that's wrong with our sport is the popularity, not the popularity of the sport itself, but of the actual athletes and the boxers. Demetrius Andrade will never be a household name. Never. To any, he'll never be a household name. Do you want to lose to a guy nicknamed Boo Boo? 
I mean, the thing is, uh, I don't, I don't see why not. I think, I think, if, if, if I, I think, get beat I think, here in Boo Boo, that means my mom whooped my butt. And that's it. Listen, I think that what he has is the nickname actually plays in his favor to me. But just like you, you said, his stop, his name, his name it's on your style, resume, man. it's important to boxing heads. But, but not it's not important to yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. out there who's a casual fan. And that's what it all comes down to. It's not Eddie Hearn. He may have the deep pockets, but, but it's just like what is going to sell. Like a Jamal Charlo fight on pay-per-view versus Demetrius Andrade, you're really depending on. It would be on it, you, No, no. Well, you would. Well, okay. It would be on the zone. But, you're, but say, say it was. Say it was. Mm-hmm. You're depending on Jamal Charlo's audience, not Demetrius Andrade. Demetrius Andrade is or not you're depending on the zone subscription. There's no, now, but no. I'm talking about if it was pay per view because you're so, you're because like Canelo, it doesn't matter who he's fighting. I'll fight Canelo. Right you'll now. fight Canelo for and, for half the money. Hey, but the pay per view buys will still get insane, bought. insane, insane. Because Canelo holds that weight. Demetrius and, Andrade and they talk hold. so much stuff about Mexicans not paying for it or contributing. Demetrius Andrade will be that guy that nobody's going to so, pay. Like they'll be like, "Who it has so to be?" So does Demetrius Andrade need to get goon with it? Because this is the thing. He's trying to be respectful and a professional at the same time, but you can't feel disrespected then because you're letting it come to you. Now the thing with Terence Crawford I love so much is that when you get the goon going and and a fan sparks some stuff up and you respond to it like, "Nah, this ain't possible." And went forward, maybe he needs to do that. Because this is the thing with Jamal Charlo. He's a young man who has a lot of testosterone and a lot of pride and, and a lot to prove. And, and, and probably wants that fight more than his handlers want to give it to him because it's not in-house. But I think if Demetrius Andrade said something to call him out, or maybe he called out his brother, or mentioned anything about the twins, said the lion's way is nothing but lion cubs, I don't know. You know, the, the twins are like, last time I heard about the twins was they were signed to the G-Funk era Warren G. Three people got that. Well, so, I think of twins. I think of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. That but, are, that are but, boobs. No but, <laughs> no, but also with uh, Demetrius Andra thing is with Jamal Charlo, I think one of the best things for him is the fact that he won uh, that he won that fight where Jamal lost on that same card. Jamal has, because no, his, ris- he has the, no wins on his record that his, I respect really. You're just disrespectful, period. You, you know you how go, I feel about the yeah, Charlos. I know, I, know, I know how you feel about the Charlos, but at I like the same time, but at the same time, I think Demetrius Andrade could beat Jamal Charlo. Oh yeah, I'm with you on this. 100%. I, I think he 100 percent agree. And, 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 and it's not even and it's not even and it's not even that he's just an overall better performer. I think he can capitalize on more mistakes. I think Jamal Charlo will that, chase him around and get slapped up all night long. I think that's gonna happen because he he praises set the trap. I think he right. can, I, I see him setting up. So fix it, now fix the best it, the best it, thing that Jamal Charlo can do right now is pray to God Canelo doesn't fight Billy Joe Saunders because Billy Joe is gonna fight. Demetrius Andrade or Canelo. He's going to fight one of those two. Because that's my man, and I believe in gypsy magic. So, if he Fix beats, Bill, if he beats, if he beats Billy Joe Saunders. Fix it. If he beats Billy Joe Saunders. Stay away from that man. You stay far away from that man. Because he's, <laughs> not, does. he's not recognized on the same level as Canelo. But if he beats Billy Joe Saunders soundly, who's a slick boxer, and will not get lured in to walk you down... Then that's a pretty big statement, especially if you school him. Now, that just means for him, Canelo will never fight him for sure. If I was Triple G, I would go after Demetrius Andrade right now because you might be able to bully him and let your name get the win. Um, and if I was Jamal Charlo, I would stay clear away from him, honestly, unless you get called out. Actually, to tell you the truth, that would actually be uh, a 50 50 pick em fight for me between Triple G and Demetrius Andrade. Me too. Because, me too. because tr- I think Triple G is not necessarily in the Manny Pacquiao phase to where it's just like we're waiting and for him. And he's also we're, a very good we're, boxer. We're, we're waiting for him to age in the ring. I don't think he has that in him, but I'm trying to see what the level of competition, I'm trying to see what kind of Triple G we're going to get out of him in the next. Now, we know he's kind of stone hard, just walk everybody down, take the punches, and sit there and war with you. Well, I don't know if you want to. Now, my that. next question Who's more. Avoided or ignored, or more high risk, low reward, Andrade or Ugas? Andrade, Andrade. He he is the he is. How long he's been in the game? I agree. How, I agree. And, and, it, and it's like Ugas. We've said this a thousand times. He can make any fight ugly, but we will never like if he, when we're talking about upper echelon. Like if we're talking about Ugas, Sean Porter. Yeah. Ugas, Earl Spence. I thought. 
Ugas, Terrence Crawford. I'm picking all those guys to, over Ugas. Ugas. Now, but, I, will I give him a chance? Yeah, he has a chance to make an nobody ugly... Nobody would be surprised if either one, any yeah. one of those fights were called a draw. Because yeah. the difference between Ugas, who just beat Mike Dallas Jr., which we're going to talk about, who beat down Mike Dallas Jr. until he quit. I think Ugas is still fighting off a will from the passing of his friend when he first beat Brian Perella and still riding the same wave. Because he... Almost, I, I thought he beat Sean Porter, but it, that could have went either way. It's a very close fight. Politics yeah. are real. Uh, Sean Porter knew he didn't win that fight. He knew he didn't win that fight. Yeah. He didn't win that fight. Now he didn't go and compliment like he did Errol Spence, but, but yeah. So. And that was one of those where styles make fights too. And definitely Andrade, just naturally the better talents. But Ugas, making his statement. He this is his first time as a main event against Mike Dallas Jr. We've seen him in the ring against Lucas Batiste. He is a well-known name and the perfect name for someone like Ugas who's trying to build his brand up. Now, maybe might want to learn some English words or at least let us know you do know. Well, actually, I, I believe he does because I follow him on Twitter and his tweets are in English and Spanish. So either you got someone with him around there at all time or he's using translator. If he is, he's smart. But Ugas to me is one of those guys who's like Sean Porter, man. If you put his name on the table to fight... Okay, I like that. Who else you got? We'll, we'll circle back to that. Who else you got? Now, he destroyed Mike Dallas Jr. in his first main event. Now, this is what Danny Garcia wanted in his fight against Ivan Redcatch. When you get what is called a showcase fight, that means they're putting, in you, putting you in there with a guy who is named and got rounds. You are supposed to demolish and destroy this guy and look good do, or look good doing it, right? Yeah. He definitely did it. Definitely did it. Now... Did this hurt or help his career? Are you talking about Ugas? Beat Mike the way he beat, beat up Mike Dallas Jr. No, because it, it always going to make him look. It's always going to make him look. Good. A win's always going to make you look good. Period. It, it, it's people know that he's a threat, and he is high risk, low reward. Everybody, everybody knows that. But he's gonna. But the thing is, he's high risk enough. To where it's just like it's still gonna be a good name under your belt, so it's just like do you want? It's just those ones we want to take a chance because like I wouldn't mind seeing him against like a Danny Garcia or anything like that. I think that would be a really great fight. Perfect world. Who do you want to see Ugas fight next? Take the top names out of it. Like who? Let's who's see. a good? Who's someone who's right there? Maybe just lost. Not we're gonna take out one time. We're gonna take out Danny Garcia. We're gonna take out Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford. The top names. We're gonna take those guys out. Who's trying to be a top name? That that he, that would change the game if he wins, change his game, and also change the landscape. It's in there. Uh, we got uh, Virgil Ortiz. We got Sergey Lipinets. Mm-hmm. That, that one mean, right there. I mean, I'm trying not to say a little bit shorter. Top, I'm, I'm not trying to say that the top guys, Thomas Delorme. I mean, let me use one. So, so, Jamal James. It's not I a mean, bad one. Mikey Garcia. Still, Mike if, Garcia. He, if he if he wanted to do actually, it Mike Garcia is probably Mike. fighting the guy that that would be the perfect name. Because to me, the first name I thought of was Jesse Vargas. Mighty Mo Hooker, Amir Khan. Amir Khan's always up for some money. Now, the perfect name would probably be Jesse Vargas, Adrian Boner, because they're PBB capable to reach. And those would be the perfect situation for him, at least as far as fighting a top name in a winnable fight. So we'll see what happens with Ugas. Shout out to him. Wasn't a fan at first because he took out my man, Goodfellow Perella. Ain't no one seen him in a while, man. Last time, he might be at Godfather's Pizza or something. Are they still open? I don't even know. But shout out to Ugas getting the win for anybody who risked their life to come to this beautiful, slightly communist country. Good job and congratulations. Let's talk about some August possibilities. Now, first August possibility we're going to talk about is Jeff Horn versus Tim Tazoo. This is a local beef between Australia. I don't know how they're going to have time to find to set up a fight while the rest of the country is on fire. And I don't mean this in a nice, cool club way. I mean literally burning, except for the outback where it's not livable, which is apparently becoming the rest of the island. But Tim Tzu, we know him because his dad is more famous because he made another brother dance at the ring when Kasazu did that to my man Zab Judah. Yeah. Gave him the bambi legs, right? Now we all know Jeff Horn, school teacher. I don't think he's a school teacher anymore. But this is something to sense of local beef. Now last time Jeff Horn was in this against Anthony Mundane, he knocked him out. Easy, because Anthony Madea was like 60 years old. So we'll see what happens with this. It's something to talk about because Tim Tzu is pretty good. That guy's pretty good. He's pretty good. But the fight, I, the fight I want to talk about, though, is the possibility of Dimitri Bivol and Arthur Bitterbeef. I don't know if I want to tell Dimitri Bivol, like, you're crazy, or I want to be like, 
give him mad props because yo, you go get it. If you want the, if you want to be the top dog, you go after the top dog and don't avoid him. But they're talking about them fighting in August. Now, Dimitri Bibble is not a natural 175 pounder. When he fought Joe Smith, he looks small, very small. But this boy can box good. He can box good. Canelo don't want no part of this boy. He has the power. Canelo don't want no part of this boy because it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. It's not worth the risk of money of it. Now, Dimitri Bibble should probably take a tuna fight, maybe. Yeah. Against Archer Bitterbeef, only because Archer Bitterbeef is can box and hits hard. Hits hard. We saw what he did to Guzdik, right? Dismantled him. But also, Dimitri Bivol beat Joe Smith for 11 out of 12 rounds badly. But this is what we want to see in boxing. We want to see the best fight the best. If you had to pick today, who would you pick to win? Arthur better BF. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, man. I don't... It, it's um, And that's the reason why we're talking about him taking a tuna fight. So, Dimitri Bivol is 17-0 with like 11 knockouts somewhere around there. And, and Arthur better BF is 15-0 with 15 knockouts. But we're talking about somebody who beat Sergey Kovalov in the amateurs twice, and and he's avoided. Like he's not. No, nobody's really going to take. Shout out him. to Guzik, man, for taking that fight right away. Shout out to him because I bet you after that fight he was like, Teddy, this was a bad idea. It, it, it's it, it, and it don't take long to figure that out either. It don't take long. It only take a couple. It only take a couple punches to realize, hey, this is gonna be a long night. It's gonna be a long thirty six minutes in here, baby. What are you sitting here banging with somebody like Artur? Better be man. three minutes is a long time. Hey, man, it's, it's a long it, time hey, when it ain't going it, good. Hey, it's it is a long time when it's not going good. There, it's an eternity yeah. in there when you when you get punched yeah. in the face. Every time you like, look at a fighter, look up that clock. You're like, oh, he's having a hard time in there. Yeah, it, it's really, it's really. Uh, I really like yeah, Artur Better Beef too. I me like too. And then I'm mad that we didn't get to him and Sergey Kovalev that we got in the pros to see him avenge that too, because like especially at the right time, because yeah, now I don't yeah. want to see him fight Kovalev because it's gonna be too he's easy. A, he's a shell of himself, but at the same time, it's like um, when it cut when it comes to something like that, it's yeah, man, you leave that man alone. He's a bad man. He's a bad yeah, man. Yeah, that's a bad man right there. That's a bad man. All right, now I'd like to we're gonna segue into a new segment here of, of the show that I'm introduced to you right now. Oh, okay. No preparation for this at all. But we're going to do this probably once an episode because I'm going to find this at least once a week for, for fighters. And this is our Boner Moments is what we're going to call it. Dedicated to Adrian Boner because Boner Moments happened. Now, there is a very popular light, light cha- lightweight champion at 135 pounds now. 35. 135 pounds. His name is Gervonta Yank Davis, I believe. I'm pretty sure this is not his first arrest. But, look, this is the thing, man. It's not a crime unless they catch you, right? And they have to catch you in the act. But when you do something on social media that goes viral so big, the cops are like, man, we got another call about this again. Right, let's go get him. Yo, look, I don't care what you are. You don't put your hands, you don't put hands on a woman, right? Now, if she want to sit and fight you like a man, she throws a couple punches on you. No, no. You Chris no, Rocker and you shake no, the hell out of her. You restrain. You don't shake anybody. What if it's Holly Holmes? What is Clarissa Shields? Oh, if she strikes first, that's different. <laughs> okay, no, right. okay, okay, no, okay. But listen, but listen. Yeah, yeah. but, but is, so uh, either way, you, bro. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. Okay, so I don't want to get into that because one, I'm disappointed, and one, we always talk about like the company you you keep around you mm-hmm. and your yes men, and you becoming a world champion, and then so many people let you get away with so many things. So like, I'm I'm kind of past that. This is the reason why I really appreciate like Shakur Stevenson going with Andre Ward and somebody who can actually mentor Just walk him. Away from, where, where, walk away from. I mean, he had he, he had his no, he had his problem, and what and he's a kid. He's he's literally a child. Is he able to drink now? I don't I don't know, but he made a young man mistake. He made a young man mistake. People. Hey, but he is, walked okay, away no, from listen, listen, Floyd Mayweather money. Sha- Shakur Stevenson did nothing that me and you haven't done Mm-mm. at all. A at garage all. parking lot fight. Yeah, we hey he did hey, nothing hey, that did, every fighter at the age listen, did not listen, do. Listen, listen, I'm not gonna air my business out, no. but I, I I've done I've done enough dirt to be like. Hey, Difference yo, man, is there was no cameras back then. There's no there's None. no cameras back then. Prove it. But this is the importance of really having a mentor and somebody that you can look yeah. up to and that you take heed from their advice. A good mentor because you don't be sure, a guy like Yank Davis we don't, we don't, and mentor Boner. We don't we exactly. When, especially when the stories came out about uh, Adrian Boner, Broner, 
Damn it. You just yes. kept you just catch these yes. it, When the story came out about Adrian Broner about how he beat up Tank's bodyguard or something like that and raw whatever, whatever that was, it's yeah. just like the company you keep is so essential to your yes. survival yes. and the rest of yes. your life. And it, it and it's sad because this kid is so promising. I still had him picked to beat Lomachenko, but we at his last fight is just like we don't know which Davis is gonna show up. And so, not saying that this is going to be the end-all, be-all in this downward spiral or this domestic violence event, dude. It's where are you going to are you going to are you going to learn from this? It's an assault and battery because it wasn't at home. Okay, it's an assault. Uh, but, but it's like this is worse. Are you going to learn from this? And the thing is, if you do this in the first place, who do you have telling you, "Hey, yo, man, this isn't right. This is what you need to start doing." Like, no. who, do do you have that in your corner? Because that so, is so essential as a young man. First off, I will never refer to this man as. Take again. He will only be known to me as Yank Davis. Right? For yanking that girl out of her chair like that. Yank Davis is what it is. Just like Boner, Gervonta Yank Davis. So, the worst thing about that whole situation was seeing his yes man sitting right next to the girl. And just a straight yes man who's there to get his little paycheck and do whatever you want to do, who doesn't really give a damn about you, Gervonta. Because if he came, if he cared about. His, even if he would have cared about his paycheck, he would have stopped you right then and there. Yep. He would have stopped you right then and there like, yo, stop it. Yep. But instead, he just followed right behind him, walked him right out, and he kept his hand on her throat the whole time. Like, like, bro, you ain't even been on this planet long enough to think about Untouchable. Like, really? Yeah. Really? Come on. You ain't got no connections at all. At all. You, how old are you? Like, 20, 19, 21, 22? If his bodyguard was to hem her up and then take her out, this wouldn't be a big of a story. She was sitting next to his That's bodyguard. It. What did, what could did? She, we don't even have no idea what went down to make it happen because he just walked over and yanked her up like on some pimp stuff, right? Really? So, the fact that you did that in public shows the ignorance, undiscipline, and you're feeling yourself too much already, buddy. Already yank. Now, the only time the good, the only time it's okay to feel yourself is when you're yanking it, really, honestly, and which is perfect for yank. Davis. So I hope you guys enjoyed this boner moment because even my man Shooter referred to it as a boner moment. Reference to my man Adrian Boner. Now we're gonna welcome back Kel Brookton to the ring versus Mark DeLuca. Wasn't he in the Godfather? Mark DeLuca. I'm you're pretty thinking, sure he was. You're of Luca Brazzi. I've never heard of Mark DeLuca. They probably made this guy up. He's he may not be real. I don't even know if I believe Kel Brook is fighting just like Chavez Jr. But we'll see. Kel- I'm, t- I'm tired of hearing about Chavez Jr. Right. calling people out. That's probably got to be the most ignorant thing. It's like, man, shut up. Go sit down. Who's calling out more fighters, him or Kel Brook? Uh, well, no, 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 no. Oh, Kel Brook gets better, called out, too. I, I was yeah, just yeah. about to say, well, Kel better Brook's question is, who's more relevant to call somebody out? Because Chavez is not. not. His dad is. And every time they call somebody out, they're like, oh, we meant his dad. He's 60. We could beat him. Kel Brook versus Mark DeLuca. When was the last time Kel Brook fought? Oh man, why? You, All right, why don't you get... we'll move on from that one because Kel Brook. Yes. We know that he's not fighting Amir Khan. We know he wants this and that. He wants Errol Spence. He wants everybody. He didn't fight at all last year. If he did, only once, and no reported injury. So I don't know what is going on with you, brother. And it sure is. It's bad communication, probably with your handlers, or you're not focused and not and don't really want to fight. Michael Zarafa, uh, 12-8-2018. They're just making up names. So Kel Brook, <laughs> do you want to fight? Yes or no? Because you weren't injured bad enough, and you are definitely signed with a promoter that can get you fights. You don't want to fight, then just retire. Stop talking and just retire. It's okay to live like a king in Sheffield. Now let's talk about Gary Russell Jr. making his one-time appearance for the year in 2020. And he's going against, uh, I believe he was a Tropic Thunder. They called him Tugger Nuts. Tungsten <laughs> Nayambar. Now, hey. this was actually a crazy name to take on. T- Tugs, is, uh, he's a uh, He's young. Cumber. And he's got power. He's and got power. He's, uh, what is he? Uh, he's not. He's not Mongol. No, no. He's like. Uh, he's. Uh, I want to see. What's the other ones? Uh, Indonesian or something like that. One. One of those. Anyway. Like, Look up Tugger Nuts. See what pops up. Don't. Looking up Tugger Nuts. Okay. Gary Russell Jr. Though. Every time he comes up, I'm like, oh yeah, that dude. And then the first thing I think about is his loss to Lomachenko, and it, and I feel like I ain't seen him since. But he fights once a year, right? The best thing I can say about Gary Russell Jr. He must be a great investor. And doing something right with his money. Because it's, for you to fight once a year, you don't got Canelo money, bro. You ain't making M's like Daniel Jacobs either. Maybe he's just really good with his money. That's what I just said. He's so, got to be a great investor. So the thing is, it's like it's kind of like striking while their iron's hot. It's kind of like getting up. Uh, because Tugs is Nyambar. 
he's not he's eleven and zero with nine knockouts, and he's a he's a power puncher. And then eleven and zero nine knockouts. Gary Russell is taking somebody who's really good and probably getting him while he's inexperienced, which is which is don't, a veteran move. Which is don't a get sloppy, move. don't get caught. I don't yeah. think I don't think he's I don't think he can make that type of mistake. I don't think he's like that. But Deontay Wilder yeah, said. But at the same time, is we didn't think Tevin. As of right now, Nayim Bar only has to be perfect for one second in twelve rounds, based off of his resume. So, but Gary Russell Jr. should be able to box circles around this cat, and this is a very dangerous fight to take right now. But it's also a very unrisky fight because of his lack of experience. Now, Gary Russell Jr. just started calling out Leo Santa Cruz last year. He ain't said nothing to nobody except for his fight to Lomachenko. So, I'm done with Gary Russell Jr. I'm only talking about him right now because it's. I love the sport more than I love him. That's just what it is. So, Tungsten Neonbar, I'm not going to pick you to win. But if the odds are crazy, I might bet some money on it. That's for sure. That's for sure. Who do you think you are? Your pops, man? You ain't going to win no money. If he bets, ooh, that sucks for you, Gary Russell Jr. I mean, you lost at that point. Gary Russell Jr., get the, what? What do you say? What do you say? What do you say, you boys? You got one job. Yeah, you got one job. You got job. one job. That's it. Get your stuff together. That's it. Get your stuff together. I tried to stream the Super Bowl on Fox. Froze all the time. You had one job. Make it work. One job. Fight more than once a year. Come on, Gary Russell Jr. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you. Looking like a Remember the Time music video with Michael Jackson. Tuggers, knock this dude out, please, so we can, so I can stop talking about him. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash SquareCircle101. Hit us up on Instagram at SquareCircle101. How we win it, man? We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Johnny Bump, City Bumpus. It was an honor to meet you, and Kobe it was an honor to watch you play. Mama Lou. See you.